It's the Wannabe Broadcaster Podcast with Justin Matthews. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Justin Matthews. Thanks, bad Don Pardo impression. This is the Wannabe Broadcaster Podcast, episode number five. Hope everyone had a nice holiday weekend. And this podcast is kind of a catch-up podcast because we're going to be talking about Deadpool 2. I saw it. I saw Deadpool. That'll be fun. And uh, we got some uh, nerdy movie headlines. We're going to talk about what happened in my life this week. Part of that is seeing Deadpool 2, celebrating my girlfriend's birthday. And we got some nerdy movie headlines. That's what I'm going to call it. So if you like me talking about comic book stuff or nerdy stuff, we'll have that for you. Dive into my thoughts on Deadpool 2. And in sports, we're going to talk about Johnny Manziel signing with the Canadian Football League and bring up a topic about why do we root for failure? All this and more. Like I said, I hope everybody had a good holiday weekend. And yeah, by the time this comes out, we'll know the numbers on Solo, but I am not going to talk about Solo, a Star Wars story on this podcast because I need to see it first. I've avoided everything, spoiler-wise, so I don't know anything. I did not get to go do a double feature this week of Deadpool 2 and that, so that's why I'm not going to be talking about it. But we are going to dive into Deadpool 2. I'll say right off the bat, good movie. I will warn you if I spoil anything, and I'm going to try to put it in the show description of when I start spoiling and when the spoiling ends. But of course, we always start off the show with the My Life segment. What went on in my life this past week? On through this past Thursday, my girlfriend celebrated her birthday. That was good. Had an early shift at work. Got out and immediately got ready. We had a nice dinner. And this is the movie she wanted to see. Guys, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. She wanted to see Deadpool 2. She didn't drag me to book club or some, you know, chick movie. That's right, Justin. Alienate the... Uh, female part of anybody that's listening. Now, listen, I'm a good boyfriend if she would have dragged me to that movie. It's her birthday. I would have done it. But thankfully, she wanted to see Deadpool 2. And of course, that was a lot of fun. The dinner was a lot of fun. And, you know, it was just the, the simple things, dinner and a movie for her birthday. And I'm, and, uh, and that was like, yes, I had an early shift at work. These past few weeks of work have been stressful because it's I've been only getting really one day off. Parts of that one day are spent making the podcast, catching up on housework, and stuff like that. This week's going to be a little different, I feel. And I'll feel, I feel like I'm going to feel more rested. And I feel like I feel more rested doing this podcast. And I took some time for myself so that I could be well rested and ready. I always want to strive to give the best podcast possible. That's what's going on in the life right now, just work. And we had that nice birthday time and... We had a pretty decent weekend. I had to work most of it. And I'm enjoying the nice weather and everything that goes along with that. It's, it's, it's been really great. Great start to the summer. And it was a really great second movie experience of the summer. Because we got to see Deadpool 2. But also some stuff came out after I had recorded last week. And that's what we're going to talk about right now. With the nerdy movie headlines, it was reported that Michael Keaton is going to return to play the Vulture in the Spider-Man Homecoming sequel. That was great news in itself. What a performance he had in that first movie. 
But then it was also reported that Jake Gyllenhaal is in talks to play Mysterio. Now, if you don't know the Mysterio villain, he's the one with the fishbowl on his head and, you know, he looks pretty much like an alien, but he's a, you know, he's a man. And I think a storyline is, is that he is like a disgruntled uh, special effects artist. And if they go with that, that'd be really cool. And if he plays it dark, like Jake Gyllenhaal can, because Jake Gyllenhaal can play dark, then I think this is a great idea. It's a great idea to have Jake Gyllenhaal in any superhero movie. A few months ago, it was reported that he could be playing the Caped Crusader, taking over for Ben Affleck. I would be all bored that, but if he's going to jump on the Marvel gravy train, more power to him. This would be a great villain to do it. And don't kill your villains, you know. And that's what's great. They don't, don't kill these people. They can come back and I think... Some rumors are that there's going to be a Sinister Six movie, and he would be Mysterio in that as well. So, oh, that was exciting news. And uh, more, I mean, if you're not excited about this Spider-Man sequel already, you know, that... And I heard that it's going to be in Europe? Interesting. Because maybe they take a European trip at school, I think, is, was the idea, or the rumored idea. So, no, that's, that's great casting, if that holds up. I mean... It, Looks pretty solid. Variety was reporting it. I trust that. But, I mean, only reporting that he's in talks. Also, this was pre the release of Solo. And we're going to hopefully dive into Solo more in the next podcast. I'm going to really try to see it. If not, then we, but we will still at least talk about it more in depth of what's going on, you know, financially with it. But it was reported that a Bubba Fett movie is in the works with the director of Logan, James Mangold, in talks to direct. So, really liked Logan, so I'm all for that. What a great movie. I don't think Bubba Fett's going to be a rated R movie, like Logan was. But I'm that director uh, directing a Bubba Fett movie with bounty hunters, and, you know, this is... I'm talking... I haven't seen Solo yet, so who knows if you see even see Bubba Fett, and I don't know. I'm not... Don't hold me to that and say he just, I because I, like I said, I haven't seen the movie. But if Bubba Fett is in the movie, and maybe we do a, a good swing and, you know, reintroduce the character and then he gets a standalone movie. I was more for this movie than the solo movie. Um, and I'm also more for a Lando Calrissian movie over a solo movie. That's why I hope, like I said, stayed away from reviews. So hopefully Donald Glover is praise and i talked about how i'm looking forward to seeing him in the movie but yes bubba the bubba fat movie um i'm i'm looking forward to that if that stays true and there's a bubba fat movie in the works that was one of the other big stories of the week and i don't know and like i said i don't know if what is going on financially with solo which i don't feel like i don't want to talk about the movie until i see it and i think i've said that already like three times so i'm going to be done saying it but who knows what's going to happen, but I think the Bubba Fett movie should still go on, even if Solo turns out to be a, you know, a bad movie or, you know, not well-received movie, because you're trying to, you are trying to say that anybody could be in that Bubba Fett suit and make it work. You were trying to make a Harrison Ford character be better, and I don't, like I said, I don't know, I don't know how everybody is in the movie. I haven't, but I think Bubba Fett's going to, would work more as a movie than Solo would, so Stick with Boba Fett, Lucasfilm, and do that movie, especially with that director. I think that would be a great idea. And just that we live in a world where a Boba Fett movie is happening or could happen, 
makes me excited. And the big question is, are there going to be too many Star Wars movies? Is is this proof that there's too many Star Wars movies going to come out? Are we going to get the fatigue? Like, I'm sure James Cameron's going to come out in a couple of weeks and say there's too many Star Wars movies, too. Just like he said, there's too many superhero movies. If that's the case, uh, if you want me to, if you want to hear me rant about that, check out episode two when I rant about James Cameron. But I think if they tell the stories right and they get the right people, remember Solo was plagued with part of two directors' visions and then Ron Howard's vision. So maybe that collides. I don't know. Like I said, a solo podcast should be coming soon. Hopefully, it's the next one. But I'm not committing to anything. But yes, Bubba Fett movie movie could be happening and. Jake Gyllenhaal could be Mysterio in the sequel. Hopefully those come out and be confirmed and are happening very soon. But I do think they are just in talks at the moment. That was some quick headlines. Tell me if you like that headline system. If you want me just to talk about more headlines and just collect news stories and talk about that for more than just two or three stories that catch my eye, let me know. But we are going to move on and move on we are to... My thoughts on Deadpool 2. Don't worry, I will give you a spoiler warning when I spoil. I'm not going to at the moment. So I sat down with my girlfriend and got comfortable in in the seats. And, you know, the movie started. And it started as you expect. There's a lot of laughs right in the beginning. And you're like, okay, this is more of the same. This is good. This is what I want. This is, right now, this is what I want out of a Deadpool 2. And then there kind of switches. And it's like, oh, I'm not laughing as much as I did at the first one, but it's still a good movie. And it and it's, it kind of gut punches you a little bit. And you're like, okay, I see where this, this is, you know, they're telling a really interesting superhero movie along with a lot of laughs and kind of spoofing. And there's lots of, you know, there's the normal Deadpool jokes, but this is like, hmm. And particularly with Cable, when he shows up, it, it's a serious movie. For, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's not like, you know, I'm not sitting there saying it's a full on drama, but there's a lot of moments where you're not laughing, but because they're telling a good story, at least that's how I feel. And like I said, I try to not watch a lot of people's reviews until after I put my own thoughts on it. Yeah, that's how I felt. And I laugh. Don't get me wrong. It's a funny movie and you laugh, particularly at the end, the ending jokes there. I got one of my hardest laughs of the night um, at, during the post credit scenes. But it's telling a really interesting story. And there's some time travel elements. And, you know, there's some Terminator jokes because of Cable. And it's it's really funny. And, and they, they reference again that there was only a few X-Men. And we get introduced to one. They don't have a lot of screen time. And it, it's just, it's a, it's a great, it's it's funny. It's, like I said... I noticed, I noticed halfway through, I'm like, wow, I feel like I was laughing more in the first one. And I'm like, tried to, well, there's, there's two options. Either this one's not funny or it's just a different type of movie and they're telling a different type of story. And I think that is, option two is definitely the, that, because it's funny. And when it's funny, it's hilarious and it's just what you want. And I'm, actually, I'm happy that that's the case. I, I didn't want them just to do Deadpool one over again. And it's the same jokes. And, you know, and there are some similarities, don't get me wrong, you know, and his reoccurring characters, the, I'm, I don't know her name, but the, the lady, the blind lady, old lady that he lived with is back and she's funny and, and Colossus is back. And I think 
this is about the time I'm gonna go into spoilers because I this is I want to talk about this character. I want to talk about my one of my favorite lines in the movie. So if you have not seen Deadpool two, please skip, and I will make sure I put when I you know timestamps to when you can return in the description. So we're going full spoiler right now. All right. So one point in the movie, Deadpool and this boy are in jail. All right, and he's a, a central character of the movie. This boy and dang it, I. I'm terrible at this. I can't remember the boys, the boy's name, but you'll you'll see the movie. I I'm, I told you I don't want to be a reviewer, so this is you're just getting my blind. I didn't prepare these thoughts. These are off the cuff thoughts. That's the way I want this podcast to be. All right, so they're in jail at this point, and you get this big. Well, there's this big mo- you know, this big monster they call it is locked up, and I'm I had no idea who this was going to be. I knew of obviously there's going to be a payoff of who this is going to be. We don't know. At this point in the movie, you don't know. So that later, when there's a car chase, they're trying to break the kid out of jail, you know, and try to save him from Cable. Because that's that's what's going on. Cable is trying to capture this kid because he grows up and kills his family. So Cable travels back in time to kill him. Very Terminator-esque, kind of. I'm sure it was like that in the comic book, so I'm not saying they copied off a Terminator, but, you know. it's And they make a Terminator reference, and it's funny. So... The boy uh, thinks Deadpool rejected him, and in some ways he did. So he's, you know, he seeks out the monster and becomes, and they, in at one point while Cable and Deadpool are fighting and everybody's, you know, fighting, he gets the monster that they've been building up gets unleashed, and it's the Juggernaut. And he, it was great. It was a big moment. Everybody who knows it was like, all right, yeah, you know, in the theater, you could tell everyone was excited. And and he fights them, and then they get away, and they're kind of teaming up. I'm probably doing a bad. This should this should be bad explanation of spoilers section, because. <laughs> but my favorite line in the movie is it ends up uh, Colossus and him are fighting. The Juggernaut and Colossus are fighting towards the end of the movie, <laughs> and Juggernaut's beating him up beating him up and colossus obviously is metal and he's like i'm gonna melt you down he said i'm okay I'm, I, I okay he says i'm gonna melt you down and make you into a certain type of ring knowing that this is a deadpool movie you can guess what type of a ring it is that's all i'm gonna say it's my favorite line in the movie i laugh the hardest at that line and that was and they even make fun of it that it's two cgi characters coming together and fighting and he goes oh deadpool even looks at the camera and goes oh big CGI fight coming up. Another thing, another thing that happens is they kill Deadpool's girlfriend right away, Vanessa, and that's the big gut punch moment of the movie, and where they're like, okay, they're talking about a serious, they're taking this more serious, and there's a lot of serious things in the movie where like Deadpool almost dies and he's in like the afterlife and he sees her for a second but he can't come through. There's a lot of slow moments like that where they're seeing each other but he can't break through yet because you know he can't die. And he's got unfinished, you know, and it's basically unfinished. But it's a great movie. Go see it. Well, if you're listening to this, hopefully you've already seen it. Or if you just want to be spoiled, then you just heard me spoil the thing for you. But that is the two spoilers I'm going to bring up, or those two. And that's what makes the movie a really good movie, is that gut punch spoiler that I just gave up. And I think it changes the movie from being just a a, a laughable sequel, you know. Because you get your same type of stuff, which is what you want. You don't want a total change. But... It did, and it combines, and, you know, the the X-Force is in it. That's what you saw in the marketing. But it's not really the X-Force like it is in the comic books. 
they really and I don't know if people are going to be upset about that, but they can still make an X Force movie. They're not you know, a real true one. This was just Deadpool trying to make one himself, kind of, and it didn't work out as well. But definitely go see the movie. And there might be a few people that haven't seen these movies that are listening. Go see both of them. They are great comic book movies. And if you like, let me put it this way. If you like Mel Brooks comedies like Spaceballs and, you know, Blazing Saddles where they're, you know, where they make a lot of breaking the fourth wall jokes and like, haha, wink, wink, this is a movie, then you'll like Deadpool. If you like superhero movies, you'll like Deadpool. It's that kind of same thing. Like, wink, wink, this is a superhero movie. And he totally, yeah. And a lot of people, I don't, maybe they don't like that brand of humor. I happen to like it when something pokes fun at itself. And this isn't, you know, like in the last movie, he makes fun of the superhero landing, you know, with this gigantic landing, you know, and he, he says, Ooh, killer on the knee. That's gotta be killer on the knees. Well, he does it in this movie. And when he does it, he stands back up and, Ooh, and he grabs his knees. That's just great. You know, a funny callback. And it just shows you, I like movies that can make fun of themselves because in the end, this is just a silly comic book movie, but still we live in this world where we have to like, is it good or bad? Right now, it's like either it's good or it's bad. It can't be a little bit of both. In the case of Deadpool 2, I think it's just right where I want it to be. And it surprised me in that it went a different type of way. There was lots of moments where I, quieter moments where I wasn't laughing as much as I did in the first one. And I like that. I like that it, it kind of grew a little bit into something more than just the ha-ha, you know, this is everything that happened in Deadpool 1 just with a different villain. And maybe people are like, well, you should have been expecting that when you knew that they were bringing in Cable. Well, I, you know, I've never claimed to be every, you know, know everything, but I'm happy that that happened. Josh Brolin, I didn't talk about him. I should real fast. Really great. Super terrific. And Josh Brolin's great. And yes, there was a Thanos joke. I'm telling you right there, right now. <laughs> and it got a huge... A huge laugh for people, and yes, he is Thanos, and he's Cable. He's great. At this point, he's Josh Brolin. He's great in anything he, he's in. And I do think they make a Goonies joke, which makes me happy. For those of you who don't know, Josh Brolin played Brad, the older brother, in the Goonies. So yeah, there was a, there was a few Goonies jokes, and you knew that was going to... It wasn't a few. There was, I think there was only one that I noticed. And it wasn't directed... I don't think it was really directed towards Cable, which would have made it funnier, but it was still there, and you're like, yeah. And the post-credit scenes alone are worth the price of admission. So there it is. My discompobulated thoughts on Deadpool 2. I enjoyed the movie. I don't want to over-talk about it or spoil a lot of things. That's a movie you just need to go see. I was happy because I don't remember watching every trailer. Their marketing is really good anyway where I don't think it would spoil the entire movie. But, you know, I didn't get overly saturated with, you know, where I was where I had seen everything in the trailer. So I was really happy going in. I think that's where most people want to be. We don't want to, we just kind of want to go in with a, a clean slate, you know? But yes, I liked Deadpool 2 a lot. And, you know, whether it's better than the first one or I think it's a good movie. I think it lives up to expectations. And that's, I don't think we need to, we don't need to put such high expectations on a movie. And... That's funny. I could be saying this all now, but next week when I do solo stuff, I'd be like, yeah, who knows what I'm going to feel like. But, you know, and I just watch what's your expectations and what the movie did. I really liked it. 
you know, it, it, and the box office showed that people, yeah, we like this movie. Maybe we're going to go back instead of seeing Solo. And maybe it was it was people like me who were like, whoa, I need to see Deadpool 2 before Solo. That's And that's how I felt at the end of the day. We could have easily saw in Solo, but I wanted to see Deadpool 2 first. Like I said, you want to, and I'm glad I saw it because it, was, it showed me something I didn't expect. I don't know what Solo is going to bring to me that I didn't expect from it. Maybe it'll surprise me, but I'm glad Deadpool 2 was like, that's, that was a surprise. That those quieter moments, you know, not everything has to be black or white. It can just be in the middle and be a good movie. When I say good movie, that's, that's not me downgrading it. I'm not trying to rate something. If you want to see Deadpool rated or, you know, go on YouTube and watch a, a review of it. I'm just saying it's a good movie and it deserves to be gone, you know, gone and seen. And I don't know what's going to happen with the Fox Disney merger. Hopefully these movies continue to get made because they're fun and it's, it's something different. So you can go and see those, that great Marvel Cinematic Universe, but then you can come and see a Deadpool movie that's not made by the MCU people and Disney but it's made by Fox, and you can see these X-Men characters, and they can be a, I don't know, parts of me wants X-Men to be back in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and you can, and Kevin Feige can use those characters, but we don't know if the mouse is going to let them do rated R stuff. That still remains to be seen, because I don't know, I just think, because a PG-13 Deadpool would just not be good. Now, a PG-13 Deadpool in the Avengers movies would be fun, but then he could have his rated R fun still. Don't get me wrong. Seeing him joke with Tony Stark in a you know, in a PG PG-13 level would be funny, but as long as he can go back and be rated R and maybe that's a way to get Robert Downey Jr. to stay if you're like wait, you can then you can go into Deadpool and be, you know, raunchy as you want. And again, I don't know if they'd want to do that cuz he's so, you know, cemented with but who knows you know and i think that that'd be fun it's it's the job of the parents to go no we, we can't see iron man in that movie johnny because that's rated r but don't worry he's going to be in the avengers and that's pg pg 13 i don't know but there's some possibilities there if they do it right. but that's even if the disney fox merger is happening which there's nothing saying that it is right now in fact there, there's something you know most of the news i've been seeing is that it might not happen but hopefully we get at least a Deadpool three, maybe an X Force before the merger, and it's you know, and like we're gonna we're gonna be getting new mutants, and we're gonna be getting an R rated horror movie, because it looks like that's why they did reshoots on that movie was because they wanted to make it more. The, the trailer said, "Whoa, big horror movie," and then it's like, "Well, we just marketed it like that. It's not really that." So they had to go change it. Whether or not that's true is, you know, that's just something that I read. But if that's what Fox wants to bring to the table. Rated R edgy superhero movies, and I said let them do that. But let's let's still fix the X Men and have them be good movies. Don't get me wrong; I still want good movies. I just don't think it's not all black and white. Something can just be good without having to live up to an expectation. That's all I have to say about that. Why did I go kind of for a scump there? I don't know, but I am going to move on to my sports topic, which is. Johnny Manziel. At one point, one of the biggest sports stars at the moment. You know, when he was at Texas A&M, he won the Heisman Trophy. And I think we got to remember that he was really young. And 
really young and getting really famous, invited to all this stuff, you know, NBA All-Star Weekend, I'm sure, and all this stuff he was invited to. And, you know, that got to him. He's a bit of a party animal. And his NFL career career fizzled out with the help of the Cleveland Browns just not being good. Let's not mistake it. And I believe he's one of the last quarterbacks to win them a game. I don't think he's the last. I think one of the in-between quarterbacks did. I think Robert Griffin III actually is the last quarterback to win them a game. And now he's on their rivals team, the Baltimore Ravens. But enough about that. Johnny Manziel signed with the Canadian Football League, the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And I was excited. I was like, okay. You know, I'm not a... I'm like, don't get me wrong. I wasn't a huge Johnny Manziel fan. He wasn't an exciting enough player on the field. Didn't care for his off-the-field stuff. And that's what got him in trouble in the first place, and he wasn't taking it seriously enough. And he had to go and do a bunch of rehabs and stuff. But I'm reading the comments, which, honestly, sometimes you should never do. Just especially on a topic, uh, on a polarizing figure like Johnny Menzel. And I'm reading these comments, and they are just just awful, just trashing this guy. And I'm like, why? Why are we rooting for this kid to fail? I say kid, he's not that much, you know, younger than me, but why are we rooting for him to fail? Seems like a nice enough guy. Yes, he's had a lot of things in this world handed to him, and he had opportunities. He failed. But haven't we all failed once in our lives or twice in our lives? Yes, he got to play on in the biggest sport in America, one of the toughest jobs, quarterback, and he failed. And he's admitted that. He didn't take it seriously enough. I listened to him on the Dan Patrick Show this past week, and that's what he said. You know, I just didn't take it seriously enough. You know, I'm ready now. He's a, he's married now. He's settled down. You know, he's seems like he's sober and he's went through this rehab and God bless him. But why are we rooting for him to fail? We should never root for people to fail. We want in sports. It's easy to do that because with the rivalries and the and you know, I don't like the term hate, but I say I hate the Green Bay Packers and I hate Aaron Rodgers and I you know, and that's just the term we use in sports. But to uh, you know. And yes, I root for the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers to fail because of my love for the Detroit Lions. But am I actually like rooting for bad things to happen to them personally? I don't, you know, no, I don't think so. And I don't want to. We should not root for people to fail. And this is a second chance for him. And this is the the second chance league. It's where Steve, didn't Steve Young go to the CFL? Maybe I'm wrong about that. Uh, But I know um, Warren Moon went to the CFL and, um... Doug Flutie went to the CFL. There's been players that have done it and have gotten back to the NFL through that. And it's going to be great great publicity for the CFL, too. And, hey, I might try to catch a, a game, try to find one, you know, flip through the channels and find one. And uh, my girlfriend has talked about possibly going sometime soon to, you know, maybe in a few because you know, he's a two-year contract. So maybe we go next year uh, to see – the Niagara Falls side of Canada and then catch a Tiger Cats game. And, you know, just because, hey, Johnny Menzel's playing pretty electric football player when, you know, who knows if he's going to be this, you know, he's been out of it for a few years, but I don't, who knows? But it just, it gets, it gets good publicity for them and it's, it's helping him out. This is something I didn't know that the Canadian Football League plays with 12 players on the field. I didn't know that. That just sounds crazy to me. 
So I feel bad for him. He's gonna. That's something you're gonna get used to. You got another another guy coming at you, but then of course you get another guy helping you on the offensive side too. That's something I didn't know. So it's already getting people who didn't know much about the CFL to pay attention. So no, and I mean that's still quality. Fo- I mean quality football, I guess. This sports segment I call it sports, but it's really a football segment. And anything, anything type, any type of football is good football. I'm course talking about american football no offense to football world cup is coming up but not my thing i am going to try to watch the world cup this year though and just try to see because i did my old general manager was uh from africa and he you know would be like i always talk about football and he'd be like american football and i'm like very true teach me about football (laughs) but anyway back to this manzel thing we've all failed and i thought since i'm talking about Manzel pleading people not to root for failure. I would like to talk to you about something I failed at. Not something easy to talk about, but I'm going to. This is something I was given an opportunity in the fall of 2014 and 2015 to announce, public address announce, for my old high school's football team. A team that I played on. I'm very proud of that. Very proud of my time, you know, misplaying football. As most people do, you know, in high school, that's the only time you play and then you're done and then you just enjoy the memories, right? But I got kind of a second chance to be a part of the team by public address announcing. And it was given to me by the previous public address announcer who I went to school with his son. We knew each other, saw him at the bank and he said, oh, you're going into broadcasting. I'm not public address announcing this year. I'm done with it. You know, you know, I've had my fun. You know, go talk to the athletic director and this would be perfect for you. And I agreed with him. What a great opportunity. So I did it. I got to do it for two years. And then during my third year, and you know, I had my growing pains in the first year. I should have probably, he offered, he's like, hey, I'll be in the booth until you tell me not to. And I told him after like the first half of the first game, you know, it's fine. In hindsight, should have had him in there longer, picked his brain more. Because you know, there is an art to it. it. You know, it's a volunteer position. I know I'm not, you know. But it's something that is taken seriously, especially in the small town that I am from. Where Friday nights, most of the little village is at that football game. And you can hear it. through pe- People can hear it from down the street. And it's great. It's a great experience. Going into that third year, though, um, I was, I found out that there was a new athletic director. And... For certain reasons, I guess, the athletic director who didn't really know me and a few people, you know, there's a few things I wish I could have done different about it, um, but I was juggling a lot, especially that second year um, I was going to work, school, plus that. It's just a lot was, it, well, a lot was on my plate, and I, you know, if that's an, might not be an excuse, but, you know, it is what it is. I was trying to do a lot, and I, I think it rubbed people the wrong way. Sometimes I, you know, you know, I didn't see something or you know and I think but there's a little mixture of that plus the athletic director just not knowing me and trusting another person about whether or not I was good at it and without actually meeting me or seeing me do it maybe he went to one or two he said but you know either way he told me that Justin it's just I'm sorry but this isn't you know we're gonna go with this other guy and you know thanks but no thanks for that third year and I was devastated you know this is something that I was very proud of that I was able to do this and 
I don't know. Uh, for that first year or so, I was very angry at them. And then I started to think, well, obviously, I had to have done something, you know, not well. And I've just come to the conclusion that that second year, there was a lot on my plate. And I fumbled the ball, to use a football analogy, and people did not think I was right for the job. Thankfully, I have gotten people who said, no, we miss you. That year I coached flag football with my brother-in-law and my, with my nephew. His, my nephew was playing and his team. And I had a lot of people say, no, we miss you. I don't know what, you know. So that really helped. And in the end, it was just a decision was made. But that's a failure. That, that's me failing at something. And, you know, I've always looked at it like, okay, that sucked, but I have a broadcasting degree and I'm going to use this as motivation and I'm going to get a mic eventually. And I'm going to put what I know and what I've learned to use. Flash forward to now, I'm putting that microphone to use and I'm doing something. This podcast is like my Canadian football league is essentially what I'm saying. And I have, you know, I harbor no ill will towards anybody there. It was a volunteer gig. I was happy to do it. You know, Conan O'Brien said something when he was ousted from The Tonight Show back in 2010. That's always stuck with me. You know, he's pretty much saying don't be bitter and he hates cynicism and you know, nobody gets to do what they want to do. And he said, for six months, I got to host The Tonight Show. That's what I've always wanted to do. And I got to do it. Public address announced football games for two years. And that was fun. And that's something I can do. And believe me, I want to do it again. And God willing, I'll get another chance. Because it's, it's fun to do. And you get to, you know, be the, the best seat of the house of a game. You know, any football game is fun, you know. So believe me, I want to do that again. And I want to learn from my mistakes. But as of now, this podcast is my version of the Canadian Football League. So that's why I plead with people, don't root for this man's failure. We should not root. We've all failed in life. And we've been all given second chances. So please, let Johnny Menzel have his second chance. And I wish him nothing but the best, and I hope he continues and gets a second chance at the National Football League. Hopefully I get a second chance to public address announce a football game. Maybe for money, too. That'd be nice, too. But if it's just a high school for free, I'll do it because I love the game of football, and I love saying, you know, tackled on the play, number 77, Justin Matthews. That's fun to say. And that last game was fun, and I'll always remember it. And I had a great support system there. A close friend and a few parents, you know, who were helping out. And, you know, he, he said, hey, I was at the Central, this one, we called him my executive producer. Shout out, Kevin Kratz, good guy, hope you're listening. But he said, hey, I was at the Central game, and they were like, they say, move those chains whenever there's a first, move those chains whenever there's a first down. You should try that out. So I'm like, hey, last game of the year, why not? And the team was playing really good, and we kept getting first downs. And every time I said, man, the Rockets, move those chains. The crowd loved it, and they went, for better, uh, for lack of a better word, ape shit. And that was the first time, like, okay, everyone's excited. And it's not just me. The, the team's doing all the work, but you get the crowd excited, though. That's your job. And I was doing it well, and I can't wait to get that other chance to continue to do that well. Hopefully I will. And I thought that third year was going to be something special. And like I said, the only wish I wish, you know, I wish I wouldn't have been trying to juggle so many things that second year. And I wish he would have just given me one shot to like do a mock game or something just to prove to him. But anyway, I, you know, that's, that's all I, I don't, like I said, don't harbor anything there. I wish him nothing but the best. And I hope, I just hope that he runs the pro the athletic program well there. 
and continues because everybody in that town deserves good sporting events and just the opportunity to compete, you know, and learn. Like I said, hope I get a second chance at that someday. And that was my, I, that's, that's something I failed at. And why, you know, I just hope people weren't rooting against me to fail when I started. Maybe they were, but that's not a way to do things. You shouldn't root for failure. So why we don't root for Johnny Manziel's failure? Please. He deserves it. He's worked hard. He, he's trying to do the right things. Why root for him to fail? Because maybe he'll help your team eventually, you know? And I'm not saying, like, I hope he's on the Lions. No, I, you know, you never know. Injuries happen every day in the NFL. And if somebody calls Johnny Manziel up, if he's doing a good job in the Canadian Football League and they think he can help their team, you know, who knows? Maybe that helps you win a few games and maybe gets you a Super Bowl ring. I don't know. But don't root for the guy's failure. I don't know how this is going to sound. And I really, this is this is something I wanted to talk about. And I wanted to bring that up. So I hope I did a good job of explaining everything. It's a hard thing to tell. You know, I even, it was hard going to games that year. But my best friend had just came back into town. And he wanted to see some of the, the of our high school's games. And I'm like, and he wanted me to go with him. And I'm like, well, you know, I have to get over it. So I went to the games. And I heard the other announcer. And, you know, I had to get over it. You have to move on. You have to try to build yourself back up. You know, because, yeah, it was a volunteer position but it's still a failure in the fact of you know that was something for me and for one reason or another I just didn't do well at it apparently enough to continue to do it in another person's eyes but I'm just thankful for the opportunity and hopefully Johnny obviously I'm sure Johnny was thankful for that the NFL he got drafted and he was good at A&M to get drafted and was thankful for the opportunity but somewhere around the lines something happened and kind of went off the rails and sometimes you just don't do things the way people want you to or you know, whatever. I Johnny, I hope you get a second chance just like I hope I get a second chance at public address announcing. Because it's a fun job to be that guy that welcomes everybody to the stadium and your job is to get the crowd pumped up. And I got that and the, the electricity of doing that that last game. We were like, move those chains and people were going nuts. It was so much fun, and the team, everything was just going so good. And I thought, well, get ready, because year three is going to be just like that. And it might take me a while to get to that year three, but I hope I get to it someday, just like I hope Johnny gets to the NFL. So I think I'm rambling a little bit. That's the type of stuff and the type of storytelling I kind of want to do on this podcast. So I'm glad that this topic could lead to that. And tell me if you liked it, please. Tell me if you you liked it. Or, no, we don't want this. It's just... Give me some feedback, and I hope – share this, please. Share this podcast. Get it out there because I want to be that. I like, I like telling stories. That's, that's not an easy story to tell either, but we, like I said, we all fail. It's just a part of life. And with that, can't wait to see Johnny Menzel's Hamilton Tiger Cats debut coming soon. He, he's starting as a backup, so he's not like, given the job. You know, it's not like they said, okay, we're going to sign you and bench the guy that's been our quarterback. So that's good. He has to work for it. And with that, I think that just about does it for this week. I hope everybody enjoyed it. I am so glad that people are listening. Anybody, even if it's just my mom. Hi, mom. Love you. All right. As always, always subscribe to us on iTunes. It's WBBP, all caps. Find me there. My lovely smiling face will show you that you're in the right place. It's Wannabe Broadcaster Podcast on Facebook. Like the Facebook group. 
you will see whenever a new episode posts. And I'm going to try to be more active, post some poll questions maybe. Let me know if you want that. And let me know about the nerdy movie headlines too. Let me know if you like that. If you want more headlines or news stories, let me know. And about the storytelling. If you liked me telling that story and relating it to the Johnny Manziel story, let me know that. I always love the feedback. Got some great feedback from my brother-in-law this past week. Everybody's been giving me some great feedback. Love that feedback. (laughs) All right. And with that, this has been episode five of the Wannabe Broadcaster Podcast. I'm Justin, and I'll see you guys next time.